Hello, this is Vin Peterson from Politics Weekly, and today we're going to be discussing um, some of the midterm elections as well as um, things unique to Arizona, my home state as well. Um, So let's hop right into it. Um, We're going to start with the Secretary of State races in in Nevada, for example, um, it's an open seat. The Republican, I believe, is um, the Republican incumbent Secretary of State, Barbara Sesovic, uh, I think is her name. I can't remember how to pronounce it. I know how to spell it. I think it is um, C-E-G. I for- Yeah, I think it was C-E-G-A-V-S-K-E. Yeah. Um, I know how to spell it. And she's a Republican, but... Um, she is term limited as a secretary of state, but she certified Joe Biden's win in Nevada um, against a lot of Republican pressure. But meanwhile, now that that seat is open, a Republican by the name of Jim Marchant is running um, for secretary of state in Nevada. He believes in QAnon. He also believes that the 2020 election was stolen. But what's interesting as well is he believes Nevada hasn't legitimately elected a single candidate Um, since 2006, that is odd because he served in the state assembly as recently as 2016. So that is frankly, incredibly stupid when you make that type of statement like that. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but, um, he's writing and it could be dangerous because of course, secretaries of states, they maintain state voter rolls. They also maintain the voter registration systems. And they also do all business applications within state as well as certifying eventual election outcomes. So it's scary when people aren't certifying it, for example. And I think he has like a plan to like eliminate all early voting, eliminate all mail voting um, and get the ballots from an unknown company in Texas. (laughs) Um, It's that has no election experience. It's just. It sounds like a train wreck, to be totally honest. It's like putting arsonists in in charge of the fire department would be like giving these election deniers um, these secretaries of state positions. It's quite troubling. In um, Minnesota, Secretary of State Scott Simon, I think, is up for re-election against another election denier there. And that's also troubling for the reasons I just reiterated. and in Michigan, same thing is happening with Jocelyn Benson is running against a Republican opponent who is also an election denier, um, the incumbent Democrat. Um, and the thing is that the Republican Secretary of State nominee, I believe her name is Christina Caramo, she believes in QAnon. But also what's even interesting is that she called herself an anti-vaxxer before the um, COVID-19 vaccine was even released and also has promoted a bunch of um, false and um, misleading conspiracy theories. And I just don't think that she could be trusted in any which way for the election. The good news is that the um, is that the incumbent Democrat has a significant fundraising advantage over her and is poised to win. I think the most recent poll had... Benson up by 14 points over the Republican opponent, which is good to see. Um, Moving on to the governor's races, or gubernatorial races, as they call them. Um, In Wisconsin, um, Democrat Tony Evers is in a very tight race. Polls are neck and neck against 
a Republican candidate named Tim Michaels. Tony Evers, what they did is that when he won his 2018 election defeating Republican incumbent Scott Walker in Wisconsin, is that the Republican state assembly, what they did is they stripped him of powers. Um, it's utterly ridiculous why they would do that. They just stripped him of powers, like certain powers that the governor had, but no longer will have. Um, and I think that's happened in North Carolina as well with Roy Cooper. Um, so, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I hope they don't do that in Arizona. I don't understand why they do that. It's ridiculous. It's part of a political strategy, obviously, but it is ridiculous. In Nevada, Steve Sisolak is running against a county sheriff named Joe Lombardo. Um, um, in um, in Wisconsin, I mentioned that um, he's running, uh, Tony Evers, he's running against Tim Michaels, who's also an election denier and kind of a conspiracy theorist. In Nevada, um, the Democratic incumbent is running against a former county sheriff um, who didn't say the election was stolen, but has raised doubts about the election results, though. Um, yep. In Michigan, um, Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer is running against um, a Republican media, um, I believe, what, um, like a conservative media personality. I think that's how it's described on the Wikipedia page. Um, Tudor Dixon, who is an anti-abortion hardliner and is an extremist in all circumstances. Um, good news is she's down by a lot. She was down by 16 points in the most recent poll. Um, she was down in 11 points the poll before the previous week conducted by the Detroit Free Press, I believe. Um, and she also did something quite, um, in my opinion, uh, sick and disgusting was you might have heard that there was a kidnapping attempt against the current governor of Michigan. I think she mocked that and like made fun of it, which was like disgusting and totally unqualifying, um, totally disqualifying for her to be in office, in my opinion. And it's quite troubling to see people make those statements, but the good news is that the polls are not in her favor. Um, um, yeah, there's two women, yeah, um, not in the Republican candidate's favor. In Maine, um, Janet Mills is running against, um, the incumbent Democrat is running against the former governor, Paula Page, who I think is also an election denier and had a history of racist statements in the past, so we'll see how that goes. Mills is leading the majority of polls, however, so that's a good thing. In Pennsylvania, um, this one is actually kind of frightening. Um, the Democratic Attorney General Josh Shapiro is running against a Republican state senator named Doug Mastriano. And the thing is, um, the Pennsylvania, um, it's an open seat. The Governor Tom Wolf, the Democrat, is term limited. Shapiro is the state attorney general. Um, and the thing is, I think Doug Mastriano is like an anti-abortion hardliner and all that. But also... He has also um, organized bus rides for the January 6th rioters, um, which is quite alarming in my opinion. That's pretty concerning, to say the least. Um, he also, I think, has been involved. Um, he also wore a Confederate uniform. And then this was recently released. There was a video of him walking over to what appears to be a group of men with Confederate flags and rifles slung over them. And, and he was like, oh, thank you for being vigilant, gentlemen. And he was praising them for defending a Robert E. Lee statue in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which is insane why he would be praising that for that, them for that. And it's interesting that a guy from the North would be wearing a Confederate uniform because the thing is, the Northern United States and you're wearing a Confederate uniform just seems um, ludicrous in my opinion. But also, um, worse, it gets worse even still is that the 
whoever wins the governorship in Pennsylvania gets to appoint the Secretary of Commonwealth, um, as they call it in Pennsylvania, who does what the Secretary of State does, like overseeing election. And whoever is nominated for that, Mastriano promised, whoever will be nominated for that will also be um, involved, um, will also scrap all 8.7 million voter rolls in the state of Pennsylvania. So whoever nominate, whoever the Secretary of State will be, they'll scrap all the voter rolls, which means that every single Pennsylvania resident, all the residents will have to re-register to vote. All Pennsylvanians will. So that would be extremely inconvenient, to say the least. Um, and that is not good at all. So that race is kind of troubling. The good news is his Democratic opponent is ahead. There was a recent poll that had him up by 15 points. I think there was another that had him up by, like, I think on average he's leading the real clear politics polling average by about eight percentage points, so that's pretty good. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but the only thing is I can hope it's not Mastriano because that guy is, like, dangerous in my opinion. In Attorney General's race in Arizona, um, former Corporation Commissioner Chair Chris Mays is running against a Phoenix lawyer and Trump-endorsed election denier Abe Hamad. And the Attorney General is also pretty troubling is the fact is that they – investigate election crimes brought up by the Secretary of State's offices and as well as certifying the election results, but uh, they're also involved in things like joining multi-state lawsuits and defending the state government against the federal government, as well as things like, for example, consumer fraud and consumer protection cases as well is what they're responsible for. They're basically the state's lawyer. It's a pretty big job. In Michigan, um, the Republican nominee for attorney general is currently under investigation by the Department of Justice for illegally breaching, like physically breaking into voting equipment and making copies of election servers to prove that the 2020 election was stolen. And I'll remind you, by the way, that the Attorney General's office investigates um, election crime cases. So that sure seems troubling to me. Um, the fact is that somebody who committed election crimes will be in charge of investigating election crimes in the 10th most populous state in the country. Yeah, so that's quite troubling. Um, she, he's running against the Democratic incumbent. We'll see how that race plays out, but that would be quite troubling when a person who's investi- who has been com- he's under federal investigation for election crimes is running for attorney general. I mean, that's just ludicrous. I mean, there's no other way to put it. In Arizona, I mentioned some specific Arizona news. Abortion is officially illegal in Arizona. Thanks to a law that dates back to 1901, um, which is before Arizona w- even became a state, which was 1912. It's a territorial law. And it'll ban abortion. Um, the only exception is, like, if the mother's life is in imminent danger. There's no exceptions for rape, incest, and it, like, puts doctors in behind bars and in jail. So it is quite concerning. Um, it's not great at all. Um, and the... And... I failed to mention the Arizona Secretary of State's race. The county rec- former county recorder, Adrian Fontes, is running against a Republican state legislator named Mark Fincham, who, by the way, um, he is not from Arizona. He's actually from Kalamazoo, Michigan. And when he was in the police force, he actually got a do not rehire recommendation. He was so crazy. He also, he's also a member of the Oath Keepers, a far-right militia group. He also attended the actual riot on January 6th, which is troubling, to say the least, when you're running to be Secretary of State nonetheless. Yeah. He, um, I saw the debate between him and Fontes. I thought Fontes did a good job overall. Fincham criticized Fontes on 
um, things like being too aggressive with voter rights. I don't think I don't think that's fair in my opinion, but um, <laughs> that's what he criticized him for on the debate. But one thing that was interesting is that he says that there should have been counties put away as quote irredeemably compromised. Yuma County was one of them, and Maricopa County was one of them. And there was a small grain of truth to both of them. In Maricopa County, out of in the 2020 election, there were 87 cases of voter fraud out of 2.1 million ballots cast. Actually, there were only like 37 because of those 87 cases, 50 of them were because of 25 ballots that were accidentally scanned twice. So the thing is that it's actually not a... So yeah, there were very few cases. 37 cases out of 2.1 million votes would impact precisely zero races. And in Yuma County, there's this... But that seems like a pretty secure election. I mean, that's very few fraud cases. Um, That is actually pretty good. Um, and in Yuma County, there is a small grain of truth to that. There are, I think, a few people convicted in a legal ballot harvesting scheme. But by the way, it was only four ballots that were going to be influenced anyway. And second, it would actually, um, Trump won Yuma County, by the way, um, by like 5,000 votes in 2020. So you can, I think you all can come to your own conclusions on that one. Yeah, it's ridiculous that Mark Fincham is peddling these rather absurd conspiracy theories and that he's wanting to be the chief election officer in Arizona, which means he'll certify the election results and the eventual outcome. And Adrian Fontes is the former Maricopa County recorder. Um, he is a Marine and a, um, yeah, and a veteran. Um, and he's been endorsed by the Republican mayor of Mesa and a former Republican state senator from Northern Arizona as well, Heather Carter as well. And he's been endorsed by um, several other people. And I think he'll do a good job. Um, and I don't trust Mark Fincham at all. Um, meanwhile, um, another piece of news is that the House, they passed a bill to reform the Electoral Count Act. Basically, it relates to counting the electors um, who vote for president. There were 147 people who objected to the counting. And if enough people do that, if it becomes 218, then what will happen is that they won't count the election results, which is quite nerve-wracking. So they made a reform to raise the threshold from a simple majority to two-thirds, as well as make a handful of other reforms preventing unlawful failure to certify and other things. So that is good to see. It passed the House um, with all Democrats, but only nine Republicans, if you can believe it, which is... And all nine of those Republicans, by the way, they won't be in Congress in 2022. All those nine Republicans who voted in favor of this proposal won't be. The Senate should vote on it pretty soon. Um, We'll see how that goes. But in order to get past the Senate, it has to clear a 60-vote threshold. So it means that it has to get every single Democrat on board plus 10 Republicans. So we'll see how that plays out. And that's all I have to mention um, so far for this um, week in terms of current events. I... We'll see you all later. Bye.